Welcome to Kula Podcast under the Growth Accelerator Entrepreneurship Challenge 50th Round Implementation. In these podcasts, we invite entrepreneurs, experts, and professionals to share experiences, ideas, and talk about how to build a business that grows and survives in Malawi. Good morning, Tinashe, and welcome to this conversation. Thank you very much. Good morning to you too. Thank you so much. Tinashe, I just wanted to catch up with you and hear about what Warm Heart is doing, your vision, your experience with the Growth Accelerator, and all of these other things. So first things first, Tinashe, tell us, what is Warm Heart? What do you do? How are you inspired to start Warm Heart? And anything else that you feel that we should know about Warm Heart? Okay, so... Warm heart in full, so that we don't confuse it with other warm hearts out yes, there. Yes, warm it's, heart of it's, Africa it's, or so yeah, on. So yeah. It's warm heart children's therapy and wellness. We provide pediatric therapy services. So these are therapy services to children. So we mainly offer occupational therapy, physiotherapy, speech and language therapy. Then, of course, on a consultative basis, we'll have things, people like nutritionists, um, special needs educators, uh, psychologists coming in as well. Right. Yes. And what inspired um, what inspired you to start Warm Heart? What's your story? Well, so uh, I'd been involved because I'm an occupational therapist by profession. So I'd been involved in um, <clears throat> with other organizations where we're working with, with children, of course. So, but then because there was a very huge gap in terms of the service itself. You can imagine that the time that we started Warm Heart in 2017, Mm -hmm. we only had, I think, one therapy center that was specializing in the private sector, specializing in children. Wow. That's where I was working. Mm. So just looking at the demand and also just the entrepreneur in me and the need for growth where you see yourself, that combined together the passion, of course, then I decided to start uh, Warm Heart Children's Therapy. That's absolutely incredible. Yep. And um, to this day, what would you say are some of the great wins that you've had as a therapist, as an entrepreneur undertaking this, seems like a monolithic feat? I think think the growth, like itself, has been the amazing thing. I think as an entrepreneur, you want to move from just being yourself because when you start like a company, it's maybe just you and a few more people. But when you see it grow to where it has grown now uh, to the point of employing people, uh, it, it's a good feeling that you, you're able to provide employment at the same time you pre- you're able to provide like a much needed service. So for us, I think the, the biggest highlight has been growing to a point where you get in, uh, there's no speech therapy as training for like in Malawi. Now we have occupational therapy assistants being trained in Malawi, but most occupational therapists you get in the country have been trained outside. So that shows you the gap in terms of the professionals in the field that we're in. So we have reached a point where we employ therapists from South Africa who are bringing in the much needed expertise. And um, earlier when we were talking, you referred to, um, you know, Warm Heart as a social enterprise. It has an impact on the community. Um, How so? How would you describe that relationship has been? Um, 
Well, I think when you look at it, it, it will look like a social enterprise, but it's a private entity in itself. Right. Mm-hmm. But I think it was set up with a conscious awareness that from me as a therapist and how I feel the passion for children, it was set with a conscious awareness that look, we need to set up something that addresses social challenges and mm-hmm. injustices, which is basically part of the SDGs that you talk of, like yeah. with, the, with the UN. So I think that that was the key thing that the minute we looked at what we're trying to address the need to provide a service that's needed that's not there and you would call the group of children who work with like the some are called the most vulnerable groups so in itself just offering that for me it has a social impact kind of based on it then what comes after you can then tailor it to directly address needs but just from the setup itself it's a social impact business right as much as it's making profits and all that but yeah. for me it's addressing a problem that's within the community yeah there's such a big need when it comes to you know occupational therapy especially for children as you've said there was only one other entity that was undertaking this in the past which would make you only the second i can only imagine that you've got this great big pool um and this massive vision is that something that feels overwhelming for you or does it feel like an opportunity to step out into the future and what does that look like uh so what what it presents it's it's an opportunity for us to grow but it can also be overwhelming uh because you you're trying to set up something of good quality a very good uh organization where you potentially have very huge running costs and things like that but then that's where things like growth accelerator come in and they 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 support us with that growth in that big pool but just to set it right it's been overwhelming because the turn up like in terms of number of kids that we see just to give you a good picture like i think in the past 5 years i've gone on leave maybe twice or thrice it just tells you the amount of work that you you can't you can't you can't leave so it's a bit overwhelming but at the same time fulfilling you know when you're doing something that you love sometimes you don't even realize that like it's that overwhelming but again i think the amount of work also presents up a different kind of opportunities and i think if it goes straight to what we're talking about about social impact uh we are also going into things like training professionals who are close to us so for example we work with kids who are struggling in schools So basically what we do is we train teachers. Amazing. And in itself it's social impact because they're getting skills that they would not gotten if we're not set up home hard. So there are different organizations working with children with different disabilities who have come on board and we have formed partnerships with them. So like I said when you look at like setting up something when you're consciously aware we were looking at it as something that we can create partnerships with it lessens the burden when you train let's say rehabilitation assistants who have been mainly trained in let's say physiotherapy but they have a bit of understanding of what occupational therapy is and you give them that skill of occupational therapy that skill of speech therapy what it means is that one you've also created more kind of um um facets of their profession in terms of development they can start seeing kids who need occupational therapy that kind of releases the pressure on us we possibly see the most complicated cases but one you've created employment for people you've equipped them with skills the service is reaching to people 
So we work with organizations like Africa Vision Malawi. They do have like a special needs project that goes from being children up to adults, vocational skills, and we train their staff and they they do all those things. So it's been overwhelming, but we've tried to forge partnerships that help us to manage the pressure. But at the same time, for us, it's also a growth opportunity because we're doing these partnerships. And when we train them, because possibly they're funding, they pay us. So again, it's a business that is set to address social needs, yeah. but still, you still grow in that aspect. As it should be, absolutely. And you mentioned the growth accelerator, M-Hub's growth accelerator. Yep. What would you say are some of the biggest takeaways that you've gotten from that experience? Um, so when when we went in growth accelerator, I think I liked when, when I saw that the, their call for applications. Um, I had been to some, some uh, ecosystem events facilitated by M-Hub and Growth Africa as well. So you're just learning about what they do and what i realized was that before i set up warm heart i was just an occupational therapist so sometimes your mind is just stuck in i just want to offer the service but then how do you set up to be a viable and sustainable business so that kind of support that came with mhub and growth africa with the support from undp was really was really good really benefited a lot because the facet of business that's something that maybe you don't have you get it there they somehow help you to see your business just from if you came in and you're just looking at it like i'm doing this with passion i'm just doing it sometimes you don't realize that in the next year or so if you don't manage your finances well then that's it it also provided like i mean a, a platform with other entrepreneurs to understand how they're operating their businesses, what really motivates them to do to, to do it that way. And you share ideas. And we started with, I remember the first workshop, we did like a vision board where you want to see yourself in the next couple of years. And to some people, they had not thought about it. It was just the here now, like, you know what, let's keep on doing what we're doing. We're putting food on the table, we're helping people, but you then you're inspired when you hear other people's stories you're also inspired when you hear the facilitators uh, sharing stories of other entrepreneurs and they give you the technical aspect of things and then that starts to sink in and you say well i can actually do this if i make these changes or add something to it right so what would you say i mean for those fledgling entrepreneurs in this ecosystem, other young people or even older people that are, you know, um, trying out something new, something different, something daunting. Um, what would you say, You what, what kind of tips would you give them as they're setting out? Um, I think like, like I said, that having that kind of vision, what is it exactly that you need to do? I think we have a tendency of sitting and saying, like maybe we had a joint and we're discussing, I want to start this business, but we don't really give enough thought into it. We don't structure it. I think it's very important from the get going that when you have an idea, see, see it for what it is. So sit down, like structure it. If you don't structure it, you, you possibly overlooking uh, future problems or shortcomings of the, the idea that you have. So I think for me, when I started, I remember I sat down, I was doing every like uh, writing my vision down, but I then remember that it was more 
related to the technical aspect of therapy, nothing financial, um, you know, things that are really core to the business because at the end of the day, it needs to make money. It needs to, to sustain itself. So I was not in a position where I put everything down. But when we joined Growth Accelerator, you then learn that. And some of the things I was now pinching myself, if I had done this, if I, you know, if I had had my reports really well, you know, those kind of things, I'd be seeing these things for what they are. So I'd say, if you want to start something and you want it to grow, if you're really serious about it, sit down, structure it well, get professionals involved, seek assistance from other people, let them advise you on what, how they see it. Don't be shy to sit back and just say, I can do it by myself. There are lots of people around who can support you. Tinashe, when you look at the next, the, the coming few years, mm -hmm. where do you want to see Warm Heart? Where do you want to see yourself as an entrepreneur? Well, um, I see us big, but the way, like, like the way I thought when, when we started, I remember my vision board when we, I, I had this whole pediatric hospital, big thing that I could see uh that was offering services but then now i'm looking at the 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 environment in africa the economic challenges that are coming in you tend to then see that well we still want to grow big we want to offer our services to more people expand maybe to blantyre go to mzuzu but again i talked of partnerships i think those are key for our growth as well so even here in Lilongwe, we've been talking with different pediatric hospitals that you may know of to create partnerships. In their growth, we grow with them. So for us, we see ourselves growing in opening more facilities, but possibly in partnership with other players in the sector. And I think that's one way to grow with others. So we'll definitely grow. We're still just here in Lilongwe. Um, but hopefully we can we can start with Blantyre from Blantyre we do Mzuzu and uh, who knows uh, Africa is one we could be in Zambia Zimbabwe one day yeah that's yep. incredible <laughs> mm -hmm. and um, just looking I mean speaking of the Africa agenda because the 2063 agenda is an Africa agenda but also a Malawian agenda that we've adopted and and and, and you know localized it for our needs looking at our future mm -hmm. where does warm heart fit in where does Dinashe fit into agenda 2063 I think from um, from our side if you look at Malawi, I'm sure it has made pledges because when it's an Africa thing, countries, they pledge what they want to see themselves in um, in in, uh, in the Agenda 2063. And I think we are there to to complement the healthcare services that are there already, try to, to grow them as much as we can. One of the goals, I'm sure, is about people getting uh, healthcare services that are of good quality. And I think that's where we come in at the moment. Hospitals, yes, do have rehabilitation departments, but you don't find all therapists in there. If by any chance we're able to, to contribute to that cause, then it's good. And already there are different programs being set up in, in universities and students need to go and get practical experience. And we are part of that. We supervise students from, from colleges and we want to keep on doing that. So as we grow, if we set up in Blanta, if we set up in Mzuzu, it means that students have more exposure. They also get to 
experience what we're doing. If we can support the public hospitals with our expertise, we've already tried to do that. We with Kamuzu Central Hospital with the pediatric department. They don't have a speech therapist. They do have an occupational therapy assistant now. But we had offered one. yes. They only have one. So you can imagine the need. So we we already trying to forge partnerships with public players so that they benefit from our expertise. So I see us in the big picture in the little way we can. Yeah. Yeah. It's absolutely amazing. Thank you so much for coming into the studio to speak with me today to now share about Warm Heart, mm-hmm. about your great vision, about the incredible social impact that you're having in the present and in the future um and how you fit into the big agenda of growth for the country, for the continent, for the planet. Yep. Um thank you so much for the work that you're doing with children. Um yep. as a as a parent myself, I'm I'm grateful that there are people like you out there yep. who are, you know, really working on 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 knowing how to help children. um thrive and it's a beautiful thing and uh, thank you for the sharing your experience under the mhubs growth accelerator as well yep thank you thank you so as much as an alumni veteran <laughs> yeah no i really wish the best to the next cause it's a beautiful program uh you just need to be open minded uh they will definitely critique you uh, other entrepreneurs and the facilitators but it it was a wonderful it's still a wonderful journey because we still come back we sit down we talk to them so thank you for having me and uh i hope we can do this again thank you future. very much yeah. thank you tinashe thank you for listening to this episode of kula this podcast is proudly sponsored by the growth accelerator entrepreneurship challenge with support from UNDP Malawi and KFW Development Bank